0: Hey, 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 welcome to the Really Charlie podcast, where I try to bring to you some educational and inspirational speakers, whether they're authors, you know, singers, dancers, entertainers, community activists, whatever it may be. We are really trying, really, like, really, like, really, 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 really trying to get the message out. You know? Really? Yeah, yeah, really. We're really trying to get this message out. So join me on the Really Charlie Podcast. Once, twice, three times, four times a week. It all depends. If you want your story out there, just reach out to me. And I'll put you on the Really Charlie podcast. God bless. Stay blessed. Take care. I'm just going to read a bio from your book. From the, the stats on you from the Hall of Fame. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the Really Charlie podcast. Today's guest is Danny Gomes. New Bedford High School Hall of Famer. My friend, my inspiration, your inspiration, another Bay Village kid doing the right thing. I hope she's, I hope y'all are here to listen and get inspired by her story because I am, and I'm older than her, but I, I've been <laughs> always proud of her. All right, here's a few stats about this this wonderful person. So three-sport athlete was a member of the school's first girls' soccer team at New Bedford High School and worked her way into the starting goaltender position her junior season. In that first season, she posted six shutouts and allowed a total of 12 goals in 14 games. In her senior year, she faced a total of 80 shots, 55 on net, and registered nine shutouts, helping the team finish nine, two, and four. And qualifying for the state tournament, Gomes was selected as an all-star both seasons. Her other sports were basketball and softball. And Gomes starred in both. On the hardwood floor, she was a defensive standout, but had enough offensive ability to average 8.1 points a game and lead her team in assists. Statistically speaking, excuse me. She was even better in soft on the softball dime which I can attest where she was the captain of an all-star second baseman and she hit a three-run home run and helped her team power to the state division one championship. she finished her season senior season with a 412 batting average two doubles three triples 11 RBIs. Gooms went on to enroll in the University of Bridgeport where she received a bachelor of science degree in dental hygiene. She currently is a dental hygienist in a private practice in New York and a clinical instructor at the New York University College of Dentistry Dental Hygiene Program and instructor at the New York City College of Technology Dental Assistant Program. Lastly, Gomes is the founder and director of ACI Resuscitation and founder and director of Creative Dental Connections. That's a mouthful. I need I need some water. Oh, <laughs>
1: Thank so you, much. Charlie. <laughs> Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for for coming <laughs> on. I really I really anticipated this once you had told me yes, and I was very very happy um, because you know what. You are what you are. You're know, a very impressive person, very good person. Come from a good family that I love and endure. So, and so.
1: Thank you so much.
0: I uh, hopefully all those stats were on point. You know, uh, I definitely the uh, creative dental connections um, is very very impressive. I checked out a couple of your videos, and um, very very mm-hmm. professional and you're doing your thing. Thank you. Yes, thank you.
1: The only correction I have to say is ACI resuscitation I collaborated the two businesses. So I had two businesses and I condensed it into Creative Dental.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Very smart. Very smart too. <laughs> keep all the money, keep all the money in one place, you know.
1: <laughs> yes, you learn as you as you go along.
0: All right. So very um, in the very beginning of the introduction, it mm-hmm. talks about you playing for the first girls soccer team at New Bedford High School, mm-hmm. which is kind of amazing because, you know, New Bedford's really, you know, one of the sports in the city is soccer, you know. So it's amazing that it took that long to, to play out at the at the high school level in this city. Um, Amazing. So, um, was it help to skelter that fresh year, or you guys, you know?
1: So, you know, I worked my way up to goalie. So, all three sports, I was known as the defender. I was, you know, defensive standout in pretty much every sport. I'd have to say basketball was my favorite sport. Mm -hmm. But statistically speaking, I think I was better on the diamond. Yes. (laughs)
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, that girl's team was great. It definitely great. Um, and I, um, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, there's, there's a, I love basketball. I love the way you played the game. You know, it definitely was intense. And um, so, you know, no matter what, Danny was going to go all out, 100%, do what she had to. Yeah. And, you know, Win or lose, she definitely was always gonna be there doing her thing. So
1: And you know it. Yes. And soccer, I actually played soccer just to stay in shape for the for basketball and softball. Wow. So soccer wasn't my favorite. Mm-hmm. I just did that just to continue, you know, the physic you know, physical.
0: No, you know, it was uh fitness. soccer coach. Was it still Coach Maddow? Marta Rather? what nope, was it? that was that was the men's coach. Oh, okay. So the girls was
1: Bob Parker.
0: You know what? I knew coach
1: that. Coach Parker.
0: I knew that. You know what? Oh my God, my memory's going. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I did know that. I did know that. See that? Um, <laughs> we've got a few comments here, and one from uh, Nathan Victor. Let's let's check it out here. Mm-hmm. Um says, I remember being a kid and seeing her on the court at the club. I believe she played for the vets. I was amazed the girl was playing with the boys. Remember at the time, we only saw girls at the club during summertime. So true. Yep. So true.
1: So, Nathan, I was a trailblazer. So I was the first female to play on all boys team. So I'm glad you remember that. Thanks for remembering <laughs> me, Nathan. <laughs> so I'll tell you something. I used to hang out with my cousin, Corey Gomes, and he's the one who took me to the Boys and Girls Club. And like David Consatio said not too long ago, the Boys and Girls Club, mm-hmm. as Bernie stressed, which we can't forget, the girls. Yeah. So yes, I was the only girl on the team, the first girl to ever play on the all boys team at the boys and girls club and it was very very uncomfortable i was very shy kid and it took me out of my comfort zone and i'm still shy till this day believe it or not (laughs) and when i tell my students that they laugh they don't believe me Mm -hmm. but do you remember me as a shy girl charlie
0: yes i do yes i do and um And know what know if we could i i I definitely know you as a shy girl um but you were very very always you know good natured you know there was no mean spirit in you i i I love that about you but you was shy definitely
1: yes Um, so i think that that prepared me for what i do today stepping out of my comfort zone mm -hmm. so you never you don't realize like what is this purpose? You know, even though I was uncomfortable, I still hung in there.
0: Yes, yeah, you um, know. Hi, Joey. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's um, that's my man. Always there.
1: And I have to, I have to thank, um, you know, Rob Mendes for that, allowing me to be on the team.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's, he done, he's, he's. There's one thing about you know Robbie Mr. Mendes, what he does is just, he'll he'll seek you out and he'll give you that encouragement and he did that with my stepdaughter Sinead. Sinead mm-hmm. was just you know and he got her on the court and she played with the boys just like you did and um, you know what it just makes makes you uh, just it I don't want to say it makes you a better athlete it just keeps you keeps you going, keeps you moving, you know, because, just to face it, if I put Danny Gomes on an all-girls team with all-girls league at that time, at that age, you would have got no improvements, to tell you the truth, unless you were out there playing with Kathy Johnson, Bernie, um, Rhonda Dias. If you were playing with them all the time, yeah, you're mm-hmm. going to improve. That's where you're going to improve. Uh, but if it was just a right. league of, of girls in your age, you're not gonna learn anything. You're just gonna kind of dribble past them, run past them, so on and so forth. So, <laughs> you funny. Speak, speaking. Hi,
1: Ken. Hi, Ken.
0: Yeah. Set. Kelly, hey, Kelly. Kelly. Silva. Hey, Kelly. Set my girl too. I Love her.
1: So, yes, I want to say, you know, to Kelly's daughter, Jayana, who, you know, she's out there doing her thing now. She is. And, you know, if the boys ain't passing you the ball, that type of thing, I've I've been there. I've been there. I've done that. It's uncomfortable. But there's a reason for it. It's only going to make you stronger. It's going to make you grow. So sometimes to get what you want in life, you have to step out of your comfort zone. And that True. was the beginning for me, but I, I didn't realize it.
0: Yeah, and 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 she's shy too, just like you are. So
1: exactly.
0: I can't even get her on this podcast. I, you know, Kelly, <laughs> let's put your daughter on this podcast. She, <laughs> yeah, she probably, she probably no, mommy, I don't want to do it. You know, but she's definitely a good athlete. Cannot wait to see her <laughs> at the higher levels. Um, she's definitely going to be tremendous. Um. Our friend Lynn says, "Hey, there's my girl, Danny Gomes. Another." That's
1: my girl, Lynn. She was the manager on the on the basketball team, keeping yeah. everything in order
0: yeah, for the Buford High
1: School basketball girls team. That was our manager right there, my girl Lynn.
0: Yeah. She friend said you're not, She said you're not shy anymore. Oh, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I still Um, have
1: it in me. But in order to be successful, you have to step out of your comfort zone. It's a struggle.
0: uh, What's this? Charlie, is that dentist by the beach on Rodney French Boy? Tracy? No, our girl, (laughs) our girl Danny, is living it up. She's in New York doing her thing. And, um, you know what? She's living her dream. I'm so proud of her. The, uh, let me see here. I want to see something here. Well, anyways, let's get back to. Mm-hmm. So now, go to college. Um, or you leave the high school. hmm Um. Before leaving, did you know what you were going to do? Was college something you were going to do? Or was it, you know, thinking, you know, a senior year, what were your plans?
1: Yes. So before we leave high school, let's just talk about the state championship uh, softball team. 1989, I was part of that state championship team. We had Donna Poyant as the pitcher. And she just, she took us there and we just, that was like the most memorable moment of playing sports in high school. We had the police escort on the way home and that was just a huge deal for us. Yeah. And that, that's something, you know, I'll never forget. Those memories, my teammates, they were awesome, amazing. Yes. But moving on to college, absolutely. Well, let me,
0: Can I, can I just add to it, Donna is yeah. another athlete that needs to come on the really Charlie podcast and um mm-hmm. you know she's definitely doing some great things um especially now at Bridgewater she's still doing great things for student athletes she's definitely doing her thing so can I use your influence to get her on the really Charlie podcast because mm-hmm. I call I call her mother I call her father I call her sister you know her brother's always out to sea and um Donna doesn't talk to me for some reason. I don't know what it is, you know. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> so, that, uh, actually, that that's, that was the kind of, right around that time that you guys, you know, girls went to the state tournament, That's really was the start of um, many years of New Bedford High School going to state tournament. Well, we, we always go to the tournament, but that's when championships really started to flow um, for the next probably decade and a half, you know, of different sports. Um, and um, so you guys, you girls started it off, you definitely started it off
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, should be proud of that.
1: Yes. So back to your question, yes. going on to college. Yes, I knew when I left high school, I was accepted into Phones School of Dental Dental Hygiene, which Alfred Fones was the founder of dental hygiene. So that was the first dental hygiene school. So, yes, I knew where I was going. I knew what I was going to become, and there was no stopping me. When I was there, the, the Moonies came into the school. They took over. So half the school left, half the students so the Moonies are coming, the Moonies are coming. They left, and I was a kid. I didn't know what that meant. I wasn't going anywhere. I mm-hmm. stayed there, and <laughs> it was like, I don't know what you're talking about, but I'm at this school. This is a great school, and this is where I'm graduating. So, yes, absolutely. Awesome. Four years, graduated as a you know, dental hygienist.
0: That's good. and. Huh? Being so close to where you're at now, maybe that school was an influence to put you in that place where you're at now. Yes. Yes. Just assuming. Okay. All right. Well, of course,
1: the friends that I met at the school, like Suzanne Devlin, she's the one, she needed a roommate, moved me to New New Jersey. So it was like, there's no jobs in New Bedford. So I said, oh, I'm going to go over here. The first interview I went on, I landed the mm-hmm. job. Wow! First interview, landed it. So I was like, "I'm in." Just pack my bags. I said, "Okay, I'm gonna get some experience, and then I'm gonna go back home." Yes. I never turned back. Never went back. Well, <laughs> I've been here ever is, since.
0: <laughs> it's, it's kind of it's kind of bittersweet, you know. But we still get to see you you know when you do drop in
1: yeah it's good. a short ride but, uh, it's a short ride yeah but but i'm but, you know my friends don't come and visit me well they don't come visit
0: i'm gonna it's go see greatest
1: you. city in the world I'll greatest city in you. the world
0: i'll go see you we um there's one thing that um you know we like my family you know me and my wife always going up that way the family in new jersey definitely travel through there um All right, Charlie, I'm going to hold
1: you to that. Everyone, you hear him? They tell me they're coming all the time, Charlie. Listen, we have it recorded, uh, so. (laughs)
0: It's, uh, (laughs) no, I I will be there, definitely, promise you that. The, um, you, um, so you you start thinking about what you're going to do, um, and I'm glad that you're, uh. You know, founder and director. And um, because you, you're the type of person, I believe, needs to be the one in charge. So you can kind of bring your personality, your constant professionalism, and, and kind of just spread it throughout the business, you know, throughout. And um, so I'm glad that you're doing the things that you're doing. And mm-hmm. um, it shouldn't stop. You should continue doing what you're doing. Awesome. No, absolutely yeah. so. it
1: all starts from playing on the hardwood, so as the point guard, you're leading the team you're running the team
0: yeah.
1: you see the you see the whole court right you see you have this vision you're directing people go this way, go that way yeah. this this play that play, so that's what I'm used to, so I'm good at directing yes, see. <laughs> I, right now, I'm doing, I'm directing, but I'm working my way to just be the director.
0: Yes. Just oh, be. You... So right
1: now, I'm juggling. Yeah. I should be in a circus because I'm juggling. <laughs> I <laughs> got a lot of balls in the air. <laughs> but I'm working oh. my way to director only.
0: Oh, you'll get there. So well, I like I to
1: be. I like to be behind the scenes. I don't like to be. I'm not like, uh, you know, uh, I like basically behind the scenes. I don't like to be front and center. I'm still that shy girl,
0: Lynn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lynn, call me. You got my number. Call me. You want to share some stories on a really chile podcast? Just let us know. Just call <laughs> me real quick. <laughs> By the time Danny gets to New Bedford, you, you can be secure and locked in the house. You'll be all set. All right. Shit, um, huh? Lay's a good sport, good person. Um, I remember uh going to a Red Sox game with her, and um, definitely, um, you know, my girl got a she's definitely a dear, loyal friend. And you and I both are going to keep this wonderful teacher, which is another inspiration from New Bedford.
1: Mm-hmm. Love you, cuz, brother. I, I see nothing, you, brother. But,
0: Another man, another good man, he's, uh, you know what, see, we just come from a good area, you know, we come from a good city, um, and mm-hmm. some people can't say that they still keep in contact with their childhood friends, you know, and for most, most of the part, we're able to keep in contact with them, um, you know, those Bay Village kids, you know. Or just those kids from the area, in the community, just that closeness. and um, So it's nice. And y'all better yes. go. S- yes. So,
1: yes, uh, you know, your childhood friends are the best. So um, I'm still friends with all of them. You know, I lost contact with one friend. Exactly, Lynn. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I lost touch with one friend. You know, I'm trying to get her back, but... Hopefully she watch the podcast and give me a chance. But you know, uh, oh. let me just say this because you know some people on the cast here they don't they don't know they they hear Bay Village they don't know what that is. So I just want to oh. be clear. I like to share my story that yes I was uh, raised in the Bay Village Projects, which is the projects in New Bedford, Massachusetts, and I was raised by a um, in a single uh, parent household. I like to make that part of my story so people understand. It doesn't take two parents and, you know, part of my, most of my success comes from how I was raised from home. So my mother gets all the credit. So my mother, my upbringing along with my uh, sports couple, the two coupled together is who I am today, who I am today. I had stability in my life discipline. You know, I used to play basketball every day at Monty's punk. My mother said, you can go to the park as long as you're on the court, but I don't want to see you sitting on that wall. Yes. So I think that was one of the best things she did for me, not allow me to sit on that wall. So true. So I was either doing something productive or I was home.
0: Yeah. Right. Your mom is, uh, Five stars and then some, you know, definitely (laughs) a blessing. And um, I I can't even tell you good things. I mean, she's always been sweet to me, good to me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she's the type of person that's going to say hello to you when your back's turned, which says a lot about a person because Mm -hmm. they don't have to say hello to you. They don't have to but she just makes it clearly. Hey, Charlie, I see you, you know,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, and, uh, much respect for her,
1: so. Thank you.
0: Yeah. And, let's see, Lynn says, yes, definitely, Charlie, love my friend. Yeah. What is isn't there? (laughs) What is isn't there to love? (laughs) Um, Danny, um, as you get to the, we're going to go back to the high school because, um. Uh Uh-huh. I um so as you're getting to the high school, you know, trial for the basketball team. Um I don't remember you playing J V. So did you go up to the Varsity right away?
1: So no, I played J V, played for, you know, Mickey Gonzalez. You had him on the podcast a few weeks ago.
0: Yes. He still uh, you know what? He still has the highest views. And they keep viewing his podcast. There's people still coming back to it. Um, so, wow. Yeah, it's it's amazing. So, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead. No,
1: it's fine. It's fine. But yes, I played for him. He was an amazing coach. I remember he told me, ball you, man. He taught me that defense. Ball you, man. Yeah. Don't you let that man get in between you and the ball. Yeah. And that's, you know, I don't know. He, he, so when I went on to varsity, he said it. As soon as I went to shoot the ball, I took a shot. I was scoring 20 something points a game. Mm -hmm. Coach Bono said, don't shoot. That's not your role. Pass the ball. Mm -hmm. I had one of the greatest female athletes. Teammate, Kathy Silva, Mm -hmm. my girl, we were the Mm -hmm. duel. Yeah. She was the offense and I was the defense. It was all about us. Right. Uh But everything, give Kathy the ball, give Kathy the ball, give Kathy the ball. Danny can shoot too. Yeah. So don't get it twisted. Danny Uh can shoot too. So I was looking at my scrapbook prior to coming on. Uh I was, I was most valuable player, on Whitman Hanson, uh, tournament. I was scoring 16 points. You know, I led the team in assists, but pass, pass, pass. So when I got to Varsity, I was more of the defensive
0: player. Mm
1: -hmm. So who inspired me was Flea.
0: Yes.
1: Jason Baptiste, the way he would steal the ball. Oh, I was trying to be him. Yeah. So that was Kathy and I would double team, steal the ball, I'd give it to her, Mm -hmm. boom, you can count it. Mm-hmm. So those were the days. I miss those days. Oh yeah. my goodness. I miss those days. And on the diamond, she was shortstop. I was second baseman. Just call us DP because yeah. we were making double plays left and Definitely.
0: right. Definitely. Uh,
1: I miss those days so much. Yeah.
0: It's a great combination, um, <laughs> especially from the hardwood to the field. The um, and, and Kathy was, I was always amazed oh. with her. Yeah. And um, she later on went to uh, refereeing. Yep. So when I was coaching, I think there was one game. I mean, she comes on the call. I said, I know who that is, but I, I, I didn't know her name. I'm like, I know who that is. I know. Then all of a sudden, the other coach spits it out. I said, that's right. You know, I, I just said, I remember her from the high school, <laughs> blah, 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 you know.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And um, but another good athlete.
1: Oh, yeah. One of the best.
0: Yeah. So, that, so you played all those years, and, um, you know, that's not the first time. You know, it's, it's my podcast, so I could say what I have to. That's not the first time Coach Bono has done that to someone. So, um, it's very, I, I definitely know that. Um,
1: of course, back at that time, I didn't realize it because I'm just doing what I'm told to do. Yeah. Like my mother taught me.
0: Yeah, and then when you was leaving your house to go play at that that park, guess what? A lot of times you were shooting on your own, you know, whether it was on that that second court, you were just shooting, you know. You wasn't passing to nobody. You was on the court to shoot the ball. So you're shooting, probably getting more repetitions than, than anybody else, you know, on the team because you're doing it in the gym. You're doing it. At the park, so on and so forth. But,
1: but the whole the whole thing is, you're, it's basketball. So the object of the game is to get the ball in the hoop. Yeah. So you don't tell a good shooter not to shoot. True. And that just came to light when Mickey Gonzalez was on your podcast. And I'll be um, ha- happy to repeat it. Yeah. So it just goes to show... I mean, this is just how I feel personally, like just throughout life, like if you can read between the lines, mm-hmm. people try to stop you, they try to hold you down, right? Yeah. But no matter what, you have, you have to keep moving, you have to keep moving. Yes. So we can go on, we have plenty of time, stories yes. when people try to stop you. But being an athlete, you learn, you win some, you lose some. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it shapes you as a person.
0: Yes.
1: It shapes you as a person. Hard work. Determination. Like look at Tom Brady, all the rings he has. Mm-hmm. Do you think he got those rings from going home after practice and watching reality shows? Yeah. Just that man studies. He studies the opposing team's plays. Yeah. So when they're lined up, he knows what to call. So, it's all about working hard.
0: Yeah. And the, the, um, it's one thing that, um, the grit, um, that you have to have sometimes, especially back then, um, just have to have that because you see things, you, you, you sense things very quickly, especially where we came from. You definitely Mm -hmm. know when things, uh not too straight and forward you know they're just not it just doesn't seem right and um but uh on a good note we're gonna, on a we're good gonna,
1: note i would like to say thank you to coach Sores and wayne hamlet coach hamlet right? so coach Sores made me co-captain of the softball team uh-huh. so he recognized you know this. we don't only have one leader here we have two leaders And I appreciate that he recognized that back then. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Those some some real dudes, you know. I had a, you know, um, Kenny didn't coach me in any sport, but Coach Hamlet did. And, um, you know, but I I definitely know the person that Coach Soz is. And um, tremendous conversations, you know, throughout the years coach hamlet he wasn't going to be in a way any athlete he was going to be the one that was going to encourage you and i know he did that absolutely. for you. absolutely so
1: yes love you chandre
0: yeah another <laughs> good one chandre where you been i haven't seen you I haven't heard from you uh, another blessing from the bay village uh, and one thing
1: about uh coach saws it was about the grades You have to get good grades, okay? And one thing about playing sports, if you don't go to school, you don't go to practice. You don't go to practice, you don't play in the game. And when you find your passion, you're passionate about something. I wasn't skipping school. Ask Chandra, ask Kelly, they're here. Ask them if I ever skipped school with them. Never. Because I wanted to play in that game because I was part of a team and I was dedicated. Yeah. Dedicated.
0: So, Chandra and Kelly skipped school. Ask <laughs> them. Uh, so. uh, Chandra's in Maryland. Hey, hey. Lu, um, Louise ain't on the screen yet, you know, so <laughs> get away with it for a little while, you know. <laughs> uh, good, good girls. Uh she said, no, you didn't. <laughs> She's supposed to say, Is really, Charlie? Uh, I love it. I love it. So, um, talk to me about some games with uh, Bernadette Souza.
1: So Bernie, Bernie was an inspiration for me. Mm-hmm. She was the good female athlete on the court. So that's, she, that's who I was pretty much following, Bernie.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. You guys were just uh, building away. That was the great thing about it, you know, and, uh, but she's, she's another one, something in that, that water up on that section over there, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was good, good water. So, um, <laughs> the, uh, now as you're doing, you know, you're, all this you got, all this athletic ability in you. You have a great mind, doing a lot of good things. Um, did you have a coach during this time, or during you know after leaving high school? Was your coach at all? Did you think about doing it?
1: Being a coach, I would say yes. Right now, I feel like I'm a coach. Co- coach in athletics, no. But yeah. coaching my students, I'm a coach in the dental field. Yeah. So I would love to be a basketball coach. But that is not the direction that I went in. Mm-hmm. But everything I do, when I'm teaching CPR classes, I'm coaching them. I'm telling them how to do it. So I'm coaching them on how to save someone's life. Yes. I'm coaching my students on how to land that job. I'm coaching my dental hygiene students on how to remove that buildup off the teeth. So, basically, I feel like I'm a coach. I am a coach, but in a different element.
0: Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're doing great. I love that video where you were able to, you know, talk about, you know, the cancer, you know, with the, with the, the woman that called you after the uh, seminar. I can't think of the speaker's mm-hmm. name, but, um, yep. you know, in that in itself, you know, is a is very um, interesting story. It's a very, well, let me see. People shortchange seminars sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're there and you're speaking for someone in the audience just because they just don't know how to speak. Or you're actually bringing out some information that could be helpful to different people in that audience. In right. that particular video, you definitely was doing that. Um, and uh, I'm glad that they reached out to you because, you know, any anything in the head area or cancer doesn't have a good outlook, you know, or outcome rather. So I'm glad that you were able to kind of mm-hmm. help, help that situation out.
1: See, here's the thing. You know, like you said, like I'm doing an event. Don't really know why I'm doing this event. But turns out that um, it turns out that, you know, this girl had this lesion on mm-hmm. her tongue for years and ignored it. And wait till you see what I post tomorrow. Wait okay. till you see, wait okay. till you see. As wait. dental professionals, we have to do thorough head and neck exams. If we don't do it, who will?
0: Yeah, exactly. And, so and I really want everyone go, thank I want you Kim. <laughs> yeah. I want everybody to kind of follow follow Danny gomes at creative dental connections on Facebook you know follow her continue to support continue to get educated as you listen and learn and read the different posts on that site to to help yourself to help a family member continue to follow This great person, this great professional, always, constantly a professional. And I just want y'all to continue to support her like we're going to support her on the Really Charlie podcast. Everything that you post, Danny Gooms, will go on my podcast group. And I will continue to share it from this day forward only because it's, it's helpful and also because you're a guest here. I want to continue to bring on that inspiration, just like I'm trying to do now to bring up, you know, you're bringing out some inspiration, giving out some educational stuff for everyone. And I know you're going to continue to do that. So that's why I'm going to continue to be kind of trolling your page and seeing <laughs> what you have and, and just kind of sharing it. And thank um, you, Charlie. You know, it has to happen. It has to happen. You're welcome. Um, let's see. So what's, what's the next move in your life? What are you going to try to do um, professionally? You know?
1: So the next move in my life, so this week coming up, I'm presenting to the American Dental Hygienist Association for the state of Maryland, Montgomery County. Wow. So I'm going to be talking about identifying oral facial myofunctional disorders from infancy all the way to adulthood. Wow. So that like, um, that's a passion of mine, like finding just, I want to prevent this disorders as dental hygienists, we're prevention specialists. So if we're not identifying these things by looking in the patient's mouth, as well as dentists, who will? there are people out there who need help when I tell them about things they're like no one has ever told me this before but there's a lack of consistency so everyone has to get on board everyone so my passion is with the infants so if we can identify it early on because once people become adults they don't want to take care they're like, oh, I've been like this all my life. Yeah. So it's harder to help an adult, but children, parents always want to help their children. So, so starting from the infants, oh, I can't wait for this presentation on Thursday. I can't wait. Good. I can't wait. I can't so wait either. So starting, so this is you know this is only the beginning. So this is the first presentation I'll be presenting to the American Dental Hygienists Association. And hopefully, you know, it will continue in other counties and across the nation. So that's that's my plan, and my, you know, long-term goal is to be a motivational speaker. This little shy girl, who's grown, <laughs> who's a grown woman now.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Eventually, we'd like to be a motivational speaker and help those. Um, I want to help people save people's lives. You know, when I hear not to change the subject, but when I hear of someone choking, I was just telling my students this last night. Someone chokes and dies at a barbecue?
0: Yeah.
1: That is just, like, I can't fathom that. Like, no one at the barbecue knew how to do the Heimlich maneuver. My mission is to make sure that no one dies from choking ever again. So I'm going to be training instructors to become people to become CPR instructors so the more instructors we have the more
0: people we can reach makes a lot of sense sure does and uh, it's so true and when you kind of look at it it's um the hardest thing about CPR is actually to me is um it's just getting rid of that nervousness you know and um but when you kind of get involved in it and you're starting to do it you know what you're doing. You're trying to save someone's life. Someone needs you. Someone needs you right away. So immediately do do all that you can. And yep. um, and when you do, when someone does recover and becomes, you know, or begins to work on their own, you know, that's that's unbelievable. That's a great story. That's a great feeling. Um, and, mm-hmm. but that's what you're meant to do you're meant to so i'm gonna actually uh i always try to um i talk to Paul gomes jr who also does this he's always trying to get people certified and um in cPR and so he's mm-hmm. always trying to do that just like you do so if you're looking to someone to kind of do some work around this area he's definitely doing it mm-hmm. and, um uh, let me see, Kendall. Kendall, your fam says hello. So,
1: yeah, I want to say hi, Kendall. So, I want to say, you know, we had a tragedy in my family uh, when I was a kid. Okay. Actually, Ken, it was Kendall's brother who passed away at our family reunion from drowning. Mm-hmm. Now, I was a kid, I, was, I already left. But I'd never want anyone to experience the pain that my family has gone through. So if if people know how to do CPR, they could save someone. Like I said, I don't really know the story. I was a kid. I wasn't there. Obviously, CPR was performed too late. If anyone did CPR, I don't Uh remember because it was when I was a kid. But that's another reason why I want to get people trained on how to do this. So no one has to experience this. Because it's, you have to begin right away. Yeah. But what people do is they take a while. They call 911. They call other people instead of just doing it. So that's one of my missions. Not to mention, you know, dental.
0: Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to Maryland, so that means Chandra is going to be cooking for you, right?
1: <laughs> the plan was to go and spend some time with my BFF. Yeah, but it's now going to be online. The course is online mm-hmm. via Zoom. Okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the, hopefully, um,
1: eventually, I'll be traveling the country soon.
0: Yes, and uh, do all you can. Anything coming from Danny Gomes is definitely going to be tremendous, and um, I can't wait to hear all your stories. And I hope that you're journalizing everything that you're possibly doing. Because, you know, just because you got the Hall of Fame a long, long time ago. Not too long. But
1: you know, long the, 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 the Hall of Fame award, that's that's the first award I received.
0: Yeah, all these yeah. years, all
1: this hard work. 2016. It wasn't too long ago.
0: Yeah. And it, it's, uh, well, someone has to introduce you to the committee to review everything that you possibly accomplished in that school yes but i don't know what took so long why it takes so long why it takes so long
1: maybe they ran out of people to uh give the award to and then hey there you go i'm just kidding
0: (laughs) (laughs) not true not true at all hi Bo. yeah that's That's my my man yeah that kid was big out of the crib, man. My man. Love him. Miss his father. Definitely uh somebody I miss real well. Um Yeah, he's
1: the next veterinarian.
0: Alright. Uh-huh. You know, he'll do it. He'll yep. do it. Always proud of him. Um, let's see. So I have um probably about fifteen minutes. hmm And um I just wanna you know, what do you want to talk about, Danny Gomes? And, you know, what's what's something that's on your mind that I haven't brought out or that we haven't brought out in this podcast? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let's say, let me tell you how I got to be an entrepreneur. So it started when I was a kid. <laughs> Chandra and Kelly would like this one. Selling lemonade. Selling lemonade outside. <laughs> lemonade stand. <laughs> So lemonade, you know, my mother taught me, you know, you have to work for what you, you know, for that dollar. So doing chores around the house nowadays, people just give their children whatever they want. And that, that's not helping your child to succeed in life, giving them whatever they want. They have to be taught how to work for it. So I had a lemonade stand. I was a paper girl. I was a bus girl. I took care people with disabilities, right? Now when I'm as a dental hygienist in private practice, those are like my favorite patients. People that cannot do for themselves. Because like flossing somebody's teeth who can't floss themselves, that's that's like that's what motivates me. But people that can floss in their own, that don't do it, my hygienists out there, I'm sure I can get some witnesses. It's, it's just not the same, right? Yeah. So I went to Haiti a few years ago. These people will walk two hours from the other side of the island just to get a free floss in a toothbrush. They would walk. They had nothing. Wow. We have nothing. And here in America... We have it all, and we don't put it to use. We don't use it. Amazing. How often do you floss? I tell my students to ask their patients, how often do you brush? Because people, not how many times a day, because some people don't brush every day. Mm -hmm. And they will tell you. They do not. So on that note, where was I? I was talking about all these jobs, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I lost my. I go with that? Uh, are, keep,
0: oh, there's people working. People
1: with disabilities, yada yada yada. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about how everything I do, I love what I do. So I love treating my patients. I love taking care of them, right? I love to see them progress. They come back three months later, four, six months later, and they they've improved. I love that. Because to me, I did my job, educating them. Yes. Teaching is my passion. I love my students. I forget when I'm teaching, sometimes I forget that I'm at work. So I get comfortable sometimes. I get a little loose. We have a little mm-hmm. fun. Yep. You know? I try to get, I try to stay physically fit. So at the end of the day, I tell I have two students of mine. We walk the stairs. We go from the basement to the 11th floor. Wow. So they don't know I'm bringing them with me in case I collapse. Is somebody there? <laughs> when they're not there, I do it by myself, and I don't. There's no one in the staircase, and I'm like, "Where is? Where is everyone? If I collapse, yeah. I'm in trouble. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we go from the basement to the 11th floor, back down to the 8th floor, and we That's do that under awesome. four minutes.
0: That's awesome.
1: But I yeah, we're hustlers. Where Sha said hustling Yeah, she's, uh, I love it, but yeah, I was saying how I'm passionate about teaching, and then the so, best thing of all, the best thing of all, is being an entrepreneur. waking up and working for yourself is absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel like you're working when you find that thing that's just your thing,
0: yeah.
1: It doesn't feel like you're working, so people think oh you work too hard you're doing this you do. guess what in order to be successful you have to work hard yeah and you cannot give up you can't give up
0: it's awesome it um i i can't um I can't disagree with you because it's the truth it's nothing but the truth and as you you know, as you're working with people, I'm pretty sure there's students that actually say, "Hey, I just want to be like you. I just want to be like you, Danny. I want to be like you." What do you tell them when they're coming up to you like that? And I know it's not on a it's not on a yearly basis. It's probably on a monthly basis, weekly basis that someone's saying. No,
1: they, they don't. Tell, no, they don't tell me they want to be like me. Mm-mm.
0: It's no. hard to believe. That's that's very hard to believe. I'm like, I'm like really, Danny, they don't. <laughs>
1: but going back to the people with disabilities, my students, that's my passion. I love the ones that are just seeing patients for the first time. I love like the underdogs because I like to watch them grow. I like the ones that are hungry, that want it, because I'm I'm gonna take them to wherever they want to go. You want to learn how to take this off the patient's seat? You want to learn this? You want to learn that? Let's do this. So I love students that have passion for what they do.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, we definitely got to continue to do this. And I want you to know that um, when you want to come on this podcast for every, any, simple, any reason whatsoever, whether it's you're doing a CPR class, um, in your area, or this area, whatever you, you may be doing, you know, uh, subject you want to talk about that people are just not educated about, please just send me a message, let me know, and we'll do whatever we have to to help out, you know, creative dental connections in any kind of way, um, and, um, so all I want to I want to offer that to you right now before I forget that mm-hmm. um, I'm definitely here for for you and your company. Um, Thank you. Now I ask this all the time to my guests: Who would you like to see on the Really Charlie podcast?
1: Who would I like to see? I would like to see. Someone who probably won't come on. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Esteves. Tony Esteves. Because that man uh, deserves an award.
0: (laughs) I asked him. I talked to him. I talked to him right here where I'm sitting. And because I knew, and I know very well what type of person he is. And because of him, I got into coaching. And I'll never forget that. But the stories that I heard over the years, you know, kids that came in through the middle school or met me on the street or did this or that, you know, it always led to Tony. But I know how he is. He doesn't want any pats on his back. He's just a very <laughs> genuine dude, and um, but i like to see that too. And if uh you know, I got to brainstorm, and I think what I'm going to do is just gather, gather a bunch of people in the area, in the, in the gym, on the bleachers, and we're just going to talk about Tony's steps. if he doesn't come on here. I'm still working so on I, it.
1: Yep. I'll say Kathy Silva. I'd love to see Kathy Silva.
0: Yep. I'm going to work on that, and I'm going to work on it as soon as um, tonight. And try to get in touch with her some way, shape, or form, and, um, and let her know. Because I have some dates in May that I like to fill, and Kathy's definitely a great candidate to get on, on the Really Charlie podcast. Mhm. Um. All right. Um. I'm working on, still working on Bernadette. You know, she she told me give her a date, so we're gonna work on that one too.
1: Nice. And,
0: and uh, you know, I can't wait to talk about her. I actually, she inspired a book. Mhm. Um, that I wrote a children's book called um, The Clubhouse. Um, It's all completed other than the illustrations, but that's going to be eventually coming out, and that's all due to Bernadette Souza. So I can't wait to get that done and completed.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. So my friend, you're one of the best, whether you want to hear it or not. (laughs) uh, Nope. (laughs) I don't believe it. It wouldn't have took me till 2016 to elect you into the Hall of Fame at New Bedford High School. It would have happened a long time ago. But um, anyways, please, if you uh, see any of your family soon, please tell them that uh, God bless and I love them. And also, I want you to continue to be the educational and inspirational person that you are. And it's going to be bigger and better things. Bigger and not better because you're doing great things now. But there's going to be some other things in your life that we're going to continue to be proud of you.
1: Yes, and, Charlie. Because this is only the beginning. This is yes, only is. the beginning. And I love know. it when people say, "Oh, are you still doing CPR stuff? Mm-hmm. Still doing?" This is <laughs> only the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna definitely. Make us proud. Only already, the beginning. Always, I love it. Just um.
1: If those of you who are not following Creative Dental Connections, be sure to follow. And, I, and I, I, I appreciate all the support that I can get. If you can share some of my posts quickly, just hit a share. You never know who that will inspire or help. Exactly. I appreciate that.
0: I can't wait for your next video. I cannot wait. Um, <laughs> well, all right, my friend. I got another podcast to do right behind you. And, um, okay. Uh,
1: well, thanks for having um, me.
0: All right. A million words are not enough for you. And, um, um, let's do this again, please. I will. All right. And uh, I'll let you know when we travel... To your fabulous state, I will text you. Do whatever (laughs) I have to. I don't care if I see you for two minutes. I'm definitely gonna make sure. All right, Charlie.
1: I'm holding you to it. (laughs) Love you. All right, love you, Charlie.
0: Take care and God bless. All right, thank you. All right,
1: God bless.
0: Bye bye. All right, bye. My girl, Danny Gomes. Very very proud of that woman, that constant, constant professional. I mean, look at it. What she, look what she's doing. You can't help but be inspired by that. So do exactly what she said. Follow her on Creative Dental Connections. Look for her on Facebook. Share those videos. I don't care if, if it's one, two, three times a month. Just share those videos because it's going to reach someone. Like she already reached someone during a speaking engagement. They reach She reached someone, and that person's life was safe. And she's probably doing that countless times over the year. Years, rather. And, um, I mean, look, people that she's working with on the screen, they're commenting, they're very proud of her. So, follow that young lady, because she's definitely one of the best. She may not admit it, but I'm going to admit it for her. All right? All right, everyone. Always follow and listen and view the Really Charlie podcast on StreamYard, Facebook, YouTube. I'm always here. Every few days I'm on with a nice, fabulous guest, educational, inspirational stories. Um, I'm going to shut down the studio and I'll be on in a few minutes with our next guest, which will be Renee Ledbetter, one of the best advocates for the city of new Bedford when it comes to the youth please please stay tuned and come back to the really Charlie podcast in a couple of minutes mask those beautiful faces and sanitize your hands and wash your hands stay safe everybody god bless stay blessed